Okay, good. How am I doing? The days the minister doesn't do anything, right? Just everything goes to pot. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our service of worship for this morning. It is good that you can join us here at St. John's, and a special welcome to both visitors who are here, because I know there are people here who are um, here to see special people this morning, and uh, as always, welcome to those who are joining us on the live stream. As you can see, there's been a lot of typecasting done in this year's play presentation, um, and uh, you know, especially amongst the angels, uh, you know, we're actually I. I, I made reference downstairs to, uh, Liz said I was showing my age, to the 1938 movie, Angels with Dirty Faces. Um, so, and if all you have nothing to do this afternoon, I th it's probably, you know, somewhere on a streaming service near you. James Cagney, Humphrey Bogart, Pat O'Brien. So that's, that's the sort of... Uh, so if you need something different, so I, I, was, I, I didn't say that I was making any connection between angels and dirty faces here this morning, but you know, it's just there. As we come this morning for worship, first a thank you to the church school for all of their effort, to, or sorry, to the Faith and Nurture Committee uh, and all their effort that they've put together this, uh, put into this year's uh, presentation. Um, I think uh, some of you may be taking part as well. Oh, and for those who are on the live stream, they may not recognize that it's, it's ugly Christmas sweater uh, Sunday here. And so I'm noticing a few Christmas sweaters throughout the, the congregation. And uh, I, as I apologized last week, because Lise didn't think this sweater was ugly enough when I wore it the last time. Um, I, I am going to up my game for next year. I'm hoping the sweater that... Uh, that I've been eyeing is on sale after Christmas because I'm not paying 90 bucks for an ugly sweater. Uh, so, um, but as we come to the end of the year, uh, all kinds of Christmas celebrations are, are before us, our pageant today, of course, um, and then all of the special services. So we have um, Christmas Eve at seven o'clock here in the building. Uh, Christmas Day, which falls on a Sunday this year, so we will be worshiping on Christmas Day at 10 a.m., our normal worship time, and then New Year's Day, uh, again, worshiping at our regular time of 10 a.m. So lots of worship opportunities for us this year. Um, and as we move to the end of the year, um, that week in between Christmas and New Year's, Always a busy time around the church office, but also for some folks, they go, when are you in again? We will be in the Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So that is the 28th, 29th, and 30th. And the 29th, the Thursday, is the last day for donations. That will allow the bookkeeper uh, the chance to uh, finalize everything on uh, on the Friday and take uh, donations to the to the bank. So the last day to make a donation for the calendar year 2022 will be the Thursday, the 29th of December. Uh, and we are creeping our way toward. Uh, our Presbyterian sharing goal for this year, doing really well this year. We were 
we're, we're, we're kind of close. And I said to, at session this past week, I said, I'm really hopeful that we won't have to use any of the Christmas Eve offering to kind of make it that last little piece of the way this year. Um, there's about uh, $1,500 left to kind of get toward but uh, we've had such uh, we've had excellent response the next co the last couple of weeks and so uh, we just hold that before you in the next uh, uh, seven seven days or so that you might continue to uh, give to uh, Presbyterians sharing which is the mission arm of our of our denomination and makes so much of our work overseas possible Finally, uh, condolences of the congregation are extended to a group of folks, actually. There's been um, some uh, folks have suffered loss during this uh, last couple of weeks. Uh, we extend our condolences to Robert and Heather McCleary on the death of Robert's brother, David, uh, to Lois McCartney on the death of her brother, Ron uh, Tink Tin Tinkens Tinkes, and to Carolyn Calhoun on the death of her father, James Calhoun. So uh, to all those individuals and to all of their families, uh, our condolences. And finally, I'm not going to forget you this time, Brenda. Brenda has the uh, session summary. Good morning. The session met on Tuesday, December the 13th at 7 p.m. Reverend Adams constituted the court with a prayer and a reading from James chapter 5, verses 7 to 10, which tells us to be patient as we await the coming of the Lord. It gives the analogy of a farmer who waits for crops to be ready and the prophets, who were patient even though they did not get to see the coming of the Messiah. Session decided that the Christmas Eve offering will be used to fulfill our Presbyterian sharing allocations. If we meet the goal before Christmas Eve, the offering will be given equally to the Baldwin House and Hospice. A draft budget was discussed in preparation for the annual congregational meeting, which will be held on February the 26th. Carol Esdale's communion report showed that 71 people in worship for communion on November the 27th and 24 pre-filled cups were delivered to those who worshiped, worshiping at home. In the new year, the committee will consider return to the use of bread and juice for communion with the pre-filled cups still being available for those who are unable to attend. They will also some pre-filled cups available on the communion tra trays for those who are not comfortable with the communal sharing of items. Susan McDonald reported on behalf of the House Committee that a group from the City of Cornwall has requested that the use of the lower hall for a new project called the Getting Ahead Circles Program. The proposal is to begin once a week during the day with the possibility of having an evening meeting, as well as once a week. The program may begin in January. Finally, we urge you to consider your volunteering to, the count, of, to count the offering. If we can get enough off volunteers, you would only have to count about once every two months. A schedule would be created to accommodate the dates that are convenient for you. It is not a difficult task, 
and can unusually be completed before the service is over. Our bookkeeper, Darlene, has created a system that is fast and easy to use. We are also searching for people who are willing to serve as greeters at the doors on Sundays. You do not have to be a member of session to fulfill either of these important tasks. Thank you. You can hear me? Okay. Merry Christmas and welcome to the Christmas Interactive Family Worship Service at St. John's Presbyterian Church in Cornwall. One of the more amazing things to me about Christmas, the Christmas story is that it happened, can't happen without the people who are in the story. God does not just swoop in and make this story happen all by himself. Instead, for the story to happen, there needs to be willing people in the story. Mary, Joseph, the shepherds, and even the angels are obedient and follow through with what they are told to do. And so today, we will have the opportunity to do the same. By choosing to participate in the story, we will make the story happen. With this in mind, I would like to briefly explain to you what participation looks like. First, the lyrics for all the songs that we are singing today are on the screens. Second, you'll notice on the screen that underneath the song titles are the instructions. These instructions are the interactive portion of this worship service. Sorry. As we listen to the story and sing the songs together, we will create with our bodies and costumes our very own live nativity scene. The characters that you select when you first arrive will help you know when to come up and be a part of the nativity scene. For example, during the singing of Do You Hear What I Hear, you'll notice on the screen that all the animals are to come up to gather uh, here and will stay here until the end of the worship service. The third thing I would like to share with you is that if you did not choose a costume but still want to be part of the nativity scene, please consider yourself a townsperson and stand during the singing of Go Tell It on the Mountain. At this time, please stand with me and join me in the call of worship that is printed on the screen. Come, holy people, called by God, let us follow the ways prepared for us. Glory to God in the highest, and peace on earth among those who please God. Once again, the world is surprised at a manger as the glory of God surpasses what is expected. Let us go to Bethlehem to see what God has made known to us. There in Bethlehem and here today at St. John's Presbyterian, we are recommended, a, uh, re, we are reminded anew of the wonders of God's ways. Let us glorify and praise God for all that we have seen and heard. Please join me in the opening prayer and the Lord's Prayer as printed on the screen. Amazing God, on this night so long ago, you gathered a group of unlikely outsiders, Mary, Joseph, shepherds, and others to be part of a great miracle, the birth of Jesus, our Savior. 
Today you have shown us out and brought us to the manger. You have interrupted our routines with your good news. You have gathered this unlikely assortment of folks to become a holy people, a community of faith. We want to respond, show us how, help us receive your renewing love as we praise for your offering salvation in the name of Jesus, who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, how will be thy name? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thy is the kingdom and the power of the glory forever. Amen. At this time, we are invited to offer our gifts and tithes.
God, thank you for the gifts you have given us. Help us to see these gifts and to share them with others. We ask your blessing on these gifts and we offer today. Thank you for your money, mercy, and grace. We pray these things in your name. Amen. In the, in the Genesis story, we hear that God created the world with language. God said, let there be light. God said, let there be night and day. God said, it is good. Then in the first chapter of the Gospel of John, we hear how this language, the word, is with God and Jesus. In the beginning was the word and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him, not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of people. The true light, which helps everyone to see, was coming into the world. Jesus was in the world, and the word that shaped the world was in him. Yet the world did not know him, he came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, or of the will of the flesh, or of the will of man, but God. It is Jesus, a child of God, who by being close to the Father's heart has made God known. In this season of Advent, we celebrate God's love. We embrace our identity as God's beloved children and let this truth guide our decisions and relationships.
We demonstrate our care for creation in real and tangible ways through the products we buy, the food we eat, and the way we live every day. Together, we are a sign of God's love for the world. Let us pray. God of extravagant generosity, in Jesus we discover the depth of your care and the lengths you will go to save us. Forgive us when we ignore those in need, trample your creation, and refuse to share all that we receive from you. Teach us to love our neighbors, caring for each other, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. In the first chapter of the Gospel of Luke, we learn of Mary's willingness to work with God even though what is being asked of her will not be easy. Being pregnant when not married is against the rules where and when she lived. There are some very hard consequences for breaking these rules, the worst consequence being death. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, the messenger of God, Gabriel, was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to an unmarried woman engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The young woman's name was Mary. And Gabriel said to her, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But Mary was much perplexed by his words and wondered what sort of greeting this might be. Gabriel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your room and bear a son. You will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son, son of the Most High. And the Lord will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom there will be no, will be no end. Mary asked, How can this be, since I am unmarried? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. The child will be born holy, will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who, ha who was said to be barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. The messenger of God departed. Please the messenger rise. of God. Oh, sorry. Please rise as we sing all verses of Here I Am, Lord, found on page 592 in the hymn book.
The place of Jesus' birth is in Bethlehem, a small town a few miles south of Jerusalem. But Bethlehem was not Joseph or Mary's hometown. They had to go to Bethlehem because Caesar Augustus had made a law that everyone must be counted in the towns where their great-great-grandparents had been born. This was a long trip to travel by foot, about 60 miles or three days' time. It would have been even more difficult since Mary was pregnant. When Mary and Joseph finally made it to Bethlehem, the hotel was already filled with people and there was no place for Mary and Joseph to stay. But there was a stable where the animals rested that Mary and Joseph were allowed to rest in as well. Please rise as we sing all verses of Little Town of Bethlehem, found on page 164 in the hymn book. In this stable, with only Joseph to help her, Mary gave birth to a baby boy. She wrapped him 
in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger. Mary and Joseph named him Jesus. Please remain seated for our next hymn, Away in the Manger. The children will sing the first verse, then the congregation will join in the second. Now it was nighttime, and in the fields nearby, shepherds were watching their flocks. Then an angel stood before the shepherds, and the glory of the Lord shone all around them. And the shepherds were terrified. But the angel of the Lord said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all of the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. Immediately after the angels stopped speaking, there were suddenly many angels praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. Please rise as we sing verses 1 and 2 of O Come All Ye Faithful, found on page 159 in the hymn book. Stay standing as we hear from the narrator.
Then the angels left the shepherds, and the shepherds took a deep breath, or maybe five or six deep breaths. Then they looked at each other and said, we better go see this baby. We will now sing verses 3, 4, and 5 of All Come. So, this stable that Mary, Joseph, and Jesus were staying was, as you heard earlier, home to some of the animals of the village. And these animals must have been pretty curious as to what a baby was doing in their feeding trough. If animals have thoughts, some of them might, be, might have sounded like, hey, this baby sure is cute, but where did our dinner go? And what are all these humans doing in our home? Let's smell them and find out. So it's quite likely that these animals may have gathered around Mary, Joseph, Jesus, and the shepherds for a closer look. Please remain seated as we sing, Do You Hear What I Hear? And all animals move to the front during the singing.
Now, when the shepherds saw Mary, Joseph, and Jesus in the stable and saw that what the angel had said to them was true, they went out and made it known to whomever they met, which means it's very possible that some of the townspeople went to the stable that very night to see and maybe even help Mary, Joseph, and baby Jesus because of what the shepherds had told them. Please rise as we sing Go Tell on the Mountain, found on page 133 in the hymn book. Well look, at, well, look at us. What a full and busy stable we are. In all this busyness and moving around, it is possible to forget why we came here in the first place. So, remind us, so I remind us today that we celebrate and remember the birth of Jesus. Not just because he, he was born, but because of the life that Jesus lived. The baby Jesus grew up into an adult Jesus and an adult who, be, who chose to choose live God's way. All the time. It is exciting that Jesus was born in a manger. But what is more exciting is that Jesus was born of a mother, just like us, and grew up just like us. Then when he was all grown up, he chose to live God's way and said to us, you can do this too. And here, I'll show you how. Just follow me. This is the good news today. 
and why we celebrate Christmas. Because Christmas is the story that reminds us that all of us can choose to live God's way and live as God's sons and daughters. So let us go from here today, giving thanks to God for Jesus and reminding others that the, that the gift of Jesus is that he is close to live God's way, chose to live God's way, and live to show how we can do the exact same thing. Hallelujah, amen. As we rise once again, we will sing our final hymn, Joy to the World, found on page 153 of the hymn book. Well, before the benediction, I think we need to offer a little bit of appreciation for all of those who made it to the front this morning. The angels in the back, of course. <laughs> and one errant angel that I see out here. <laughs> And all of you who are townspeople, so you're all part of today's presentation. And now, may the God of steadfastness and encouragement grant you to live in harmony with one another, in accordance with Christ Jesus, so that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you may abound in hope, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.